Let's get into it. I fucked up. Yeah, yeah. What, where where did I work this summer? Uh, not the DEC. Yeah, not the DEC. <laughs> but he did work in the Wilderness Society, everyone. Oh yes, I did. So tell us about that. What is the Wilderness Society for those who may not know? So the Wilderness Society is one of the big top ten environmental nonprofits. Uh, their main uh, purview basically is to fight to get wilderness designation for federally owned public lands. So think of wilderness areas, uh, national parks, and any federally owned or state operated public lands. Typically, most of the land that we're talking about are like places like uh, the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, uh, Bears Ears National Monument, uh, Yellowstone, stuff like that. Nice. It's pretty cool. It's a really it, great it organization. It does sound pretty cool. Um, didn't we do like an essay for that in James' class? We did, yeah. So it's funny <laughs> enough, last semester when we had ethics mm. and we did a case study on the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, I actually used my paper about that as my like written thing that I used for my application for TWS. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. It was, and it was Wait, really did you funny. did you copy and paste exactly? No, uh, oh. like they asked for a writing sample, so oh, okay. I had to be I had to like pick a piece of writing that I did and I just so happened uh. that it what was it was not even like 2 3 weeks beforehand mm. that we had done that case study and funny enough I got the email saying that I got the job in, wh- in, while we were in, in class. Yeah. I remember we all just looked at you because you, you, what you like I, wooed, <laughs> you like wooed or cheered. You'd said something, you did something, and we're all like, huh? And you're like, oh, I just got a job. I went, mm. so I was sitting in like the front corner yeah, of the were. class, mm. and he and our professor was talking, and I read the email, and I got to the email, I got to the part where I was like, we'd love to have you come on the team, and I went, I, in my mind, I thought I was gonna be like, yeah, like yeah. But in reality, I went, yeah. And and then everyone turned and looked at me. And then Liska was like, what? (laughs) It was a a pretty good, it was quite a funny, full circle, surreal experience. And then everyone was like, hey, congratulations. Exactly. It was a pretty good experience to hear from them. Nice, nice. So um, what did you do for the Wilderness Society? So I was... I was one of two government relations interns. Basically what I was doing was I was acting as support for the government relations team. When I got down there and started working, I didn't have an assigned portfolio of work. Uh, So I met with everyone that was on the team and I got to kind of pick and choose the issues that I cared more about. Uh, Most of the work that I was doing was with TWS's, uh, senior campaign lead for the climate and energy program. Mm. Um, uh, So I was primarily working on like oil and gas reform, renewable energy development, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It was really fun. So you picked your team. How did that feel? It it wasn't so much picking my team. It was more so I got the opportunity to like pick my boss. Okay. In a way. Pick your boss. That's pretty... It was... That's interesting. It's like the opposite. I feel like you're always picked by a boss, but you're picking... Your boss? Yeah. So huh. the one of the interesting things about the structure of the internship program at TWS mm-hmm. is that they 
basically based the entire thing off of like how can TW how can the organization help us? So everything they did was like, hey, what are you interested in learning? Where do you want to get stronger? What skills do you want to develop? And they tried giving me work to do the things that I was interested in, mm-hmm. which was really different from any other experience that I've ever had professionally, where I've been doing stuff where it was like whatever work there was that was needed. You did it. I was given. Yeah. yeah. I got to choose the the stuff I got to work on, I got to choose the meetings I went to and stuff like that. And it was really a very like empowering environment. And I feel like that was part of the reason why the experience was so, so much fun. Whereas like most jobs I've never like had, I've had fun, but like not, it, it was like really fun to learn and do the stuff I was doing. Right. It sounds like it's like even a little bit more intimate too. Like even with like your future career or whatever you're mm-hmm. studying right now, like that you have a choice and a path to mm-hmm. like what you want to do yeah and that was why it was really nice to be able to like basically pick the boss that i worked closest yeah. with because i was able to like develop a better connection and like we had more talking points and we had like just stuff that we like got closer with and we had a lot in common because we worked on mm. like he worked on the issues that i cared about and that i could see myself working on post-graduation so there was a bit more to that and it was really uh it allowed for like a deeper level of comfortability. Nice. Yeah. Lit. Um, so I'm assuming, did you have any other summer plans like backups just in case you didn't get this position? And if so, why did you go with this one? Then the, then your other alternatives, if you had any. So I, this position, when I was doing the process, I knew that, I wanted to go down to DC and I knew Mm. I wanted to like do something in environmental policy. So when I applied for the Washington internship Institute program, the program that I did my classes through Mm. and how like I got credit here at Plattsburgh, I, I knew I wanted to end up down there for the summer. So I ended, I, after I got into that program, they helped me with the application process and I applied to about somewhere between 30 and 40 positions jesus yeah i the application process was from like january to march and i was just rolling out cover letters updating my resume just it was consistent like two three months of just applying to places and of those applications i heard back from i heard back from three three out of out of like 35 all right and I got an offer from TWS, and that was it. Was that the only o- wait? The only offer. That was the only offer. Yeah, so the that, other three that you heard from, the other two were rejections. The other two were rejections. What were they? Uh, I don't remember okay. at the moment. Um, but those two were rejections, and TWS was the only one that accepted me. For a while during that application process, it was starting to like midway through. I was starting to get a bit like mm-hmm. I hadn't heard back from places after like submitting an application a month or two before. So I was like, all right, what's happening here? Um, and I was considering that if I couldn't get anything in DC, cause it's the summer internship programs are super competitive that I was going to go home to long Island for the summer and canvas like how I had the summer mm-hmm. before for another environmental nonprofit that I'd worked for. Um, but I, I really didn't want to do that because I wanted to get the experience yeah. uh, in the field that I would <coughs> be ideally going into. And thankfully, TWS 
You like lucky me. bastard. Really? Jeez. Yeah, I it was a stroke of luck. So um any huge or notable milestones that the Wilderness Society has done for the nation just that you know of at the top of your head? Um right off the top of my head, I mean the the Wilderness Society was created by Bob Marshall and a group of other like big environmental names mm. um that us in the environmental field like are pretty aware of but they're just like those big the big the, shot names the, the big boys the, the, the big boys mm-hmm. um and I, I think a lot of the things are the wilderness society hasn't really like like they've always been present in like trying to push and advocate for con- conservation on mm. like the the most aggressive scale um, and when I say aggressive, I mean in like the most like a wilderness designation is the most protected any piece of land could be. Mm. Um, one of the big battles that the wilderness society has been fighting uh, in the pat in like the most recent two years has been uh, a lot of uh, basically playing defense for uh, national monuments and for wilderness areas that the Trump administration has been trying to open up to oil and gas development, opening up to just like any all types of all types of bad the bad shit. things. Yeah, you know, like typical like Incredibles bad guy, like trying to open up. A, you know what I mean? What was like, his name? Syndrome. Um, Syndrome. In his supreme. Oh my God! Onesie. He was he was the he original was Trump. He was the original hype man. Wait, he had the most clout. Exact, he had he had so much clout. And the Incredibles Incredible. were just jealous. I, I mean, were they? I think he he didn't have clout, and then he got super jealous and like bought the clout. He or bought, invented the clout. He he bought Supreme. He he owns Supreme. He, who own, who does own Supreme? Syndrome. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so the S in Supreme stands for Syndrome. Exactly. And we're all just sheeple. We <laughs> we're getting deep, deep in Supreme. Yeah. Um, I know you described like the process was pretty pretty stressful, but um, I want you to describe like um, getting that news of being yeah. in the getting the position and then. I guess the journey to DC, like uh-huh. preparing for it and then actually physically getting there, getting there. Yeah. yeah. It was getting that news for me was kind of, it, it was surreal. I up into that point had spent the past four or five years thinking about what I'm going to do. College for me has always been like a vehicle to getting a job and right finding some sort of security, finding a place where I can do something that I enjoy while also like feeling some sort of stability. Um, so getting that after what was probably more like the whole process was about like five months of a couple months of applying to places, waiting to hear back all that, but also just like the process of getting ready to apply to places. Mm. And it was so much, it really weighed me down for those months when when I got accepted to TWS, I you were in the class with me when I literally yelled. Yeah, because because <laughs> it, it was it was as if like I had air in my lungs again for the first time in what felt like so long, and it was such a lifting moment that between getting that email and realizing it and getting down to DC, mm-hmm. I felt like it was just all so 
fluid things just were happening and i was just along for the ride you know what i mean and it yeah. was it was such an it, there was so much energy about it and so so much excitement and i realized that i hadn't felt this motivated since coming to college since the that like it, it's one of those things that it's like a really big change in your life and i think that it's one of the big takeaways of this whole process is mm. that I think more people should try to get experiences like this. I think if a lot of times I've seen people like come to college, come to school and like they kind of stagnate cause like there's a lack of like the, the practicality of it. Mm. Like how does our education, oftentimes we lose sight of how our education applies to what we're going to be doing. And I feel like this experience just, really solidified that for me but it also before any of that it made me excited to learn and excited to come back and finish my degree and do all that stuff and it really like mm -hmm. just put so much energy into the system so that was like that initial moment and then the process of going down to dc was funny enough because you know i have a wait have, have you been to dc before so i had been to dc once okay before that how long ago like before so i i'd been before moving down i'd been a couple times okay but i'd only been once or twice the first time i was in dc ever was for the science march in 2017 mm. uh just after trump was elected i was there for that i actually have the posters right here Ooh. from it yeah they're pretty cool <laughs> that's a pretty how many fingers am I seeing? Uh, seven fingers. There is a hand? fist with seven fingers. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Anyway. Yeah, so I, I've been there previously. Um, oh, I get it. Maybe that's like an alien. And the caption is, science is universal. So science applies to alien. Okay, continue. Please. Oh, aliens totally believe in science. I mean, they're aliens. They should. Is, is that racist? What? Is that does it? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, if they're listening out there, I mean, if they're aliens, sponsor listening to the pod, us, please. Leap Glorp, please <laughs> Gleep. sponsor us. I think this is a great time to bring up the sponsors of this podcast. Um, uh, Gleep Glorp. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's, Zorp. He's uh, owner of um, soda. The, <laughs> the Galactic Overlords. Oh uh, if you're listening, um, thank you for sponsoring us. Uh, we're also brought to you in part by uh, internship opportunities. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so getting back to getting down to DC was, mm -hmm. uh, quite a time. Cause I'd been there once or twice. I had visited Abby down there cause she goes to school down there, as you know. And, uh, I'd been there for a conference for like a couple of days, but it was my first time actually like living in an apartment and like having to move in a, a place alone it was my first like it's my first big like you were adult adulting stuff. yeah i was playing house for the summer um it, which was pretty good a really good time mm. and we i remember i had to leave school early because i had to be moved in and ready to do stuff training week for like a week like i had like about six days in between the end of the spring semester and having to like be in DC moved in and like ready to start like prepping mm -hmm. for work. So that time crunch was very, I packed everything in my small two door car that I could nice. drove down home to long Island. I, where I picked up Abby, we then squished into my car and then we moved as much as we could down to DC. 
Um, and then the next like couple weekends were back and forth between Long Island and DC trying to like move stuff and like get all my shit down there. Um, so it was, it was a really like hectic experience, but once I was down there, it was very hectic. (laughs) I I think it's a, in, in the best way possible. Mm. What was the best part of your job? Is that too, is that too much of a big question? Bert? No, no, no okay. that's, that's a good question. It's a good question. Good question. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the best part of my job. Oh man, there were so many things. The whole thing, the whole, the entire experience was amazing. Mm. My first day going to Capitol Hill. My counterpart my uh, the other gr intern her name's elena she we're good friends now Mm -hmm. and her and i we went to the hill for the first time for a committee hearing and as we walk in the doors we're waiting for an elevator and she taps me on the shoulder and says to turn around i turn around and as i do uh right next to me is uh congresswoman ilhan omar um she's just standing there I turn, I'm like speechless. And then she walks to go get the elevator that I was going to walk into. And I'm just standing there looking at her. I wave at her and I'm like, uh, uh, I, I, I can't say anything. And she just waves back at me. And that was like basically like week one at TWS. And it's, it's funny stuff like that, that I'm like, I got to, I was there. Mm. Like I'm, I was like, I got to walk around our capital and I got to like like there's like a certain electricity yeah about working up there and like it, it was that that like the entire summer I just whenever I was tired or or like had a busy week I like got like oh there was always like something to give me a jolt back that was like you're here like look at this shit like right. this is crazy um and I think that it, it's a mix of that paired with all of the stuff that I got to learn and just like all the work that I got to do mm felt so fulfilling like I it was so applicable and I could see like the results of my work like how they pay off like I helped get a bill introduced like I did a research project that like my boss then used while we were talking to hill offices stuff like that and it was so so much just so much of it was like a really great experience and I felt for the first time that my education was able to be applied. Like I felt like the stuff that I learned in school was being used for, for more than this podcast. It was right. being used for stuff that like had a tangible product. At Which the end is of it. what we all hope when we graduate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We oh really boy. do. Charles, I want to know what was your favorite thing to do in DC? Your favorite restaurant in DC and just overall your favorite memory from the summer down there. Okay. Loaded question. I'm going to start with the restaurant one. All right. So there's this place called Desperados. Desperados. It's a bar and a grill down in D.C. It's on U Street, I believe. I don't remember. I've only ever seen it at night. Um, (laughs) it, It is just a great place, and they have good wings and good fried pickles and dope Fried pickles? Fried pickles. Have you ever had fried pickles? I don't eat pickles. We got to go out and you got to try some fried We're pickles. We're going to D.C. for yeah, fried pickles. Definitely. We got to go. You should come with me. Spring break. 
spring break. Ah, <laughs> we're, already, we're, we're already making spring break plans. Yeah, it's it's September 4th. Right. <laughs> it's week two. Week two. Um, so, yeah, Desperados um, is, like, number one, followed by Kava. Kava? Kava. It's, like, a Mediterranean Chipotle-style restaurant. Okay. Like... Mm. I, I can't even, like, I follow them on all social media platforms, and I actively, like, think about them, like, daily. Like, I think about what I would do if I could go to Kava. Kava, if you're listening, please, please sponsor, sponsor us. And uh, Desperados? Desperados, if, if anyone from Desperados is listening, I mean, thanks for being here? Like, <laughs> shocked. Um, surprised you found it. <laughs> um, moving on with that. My favorite thing to do mm. is every Friday night there is in at the National Sculpture Garden there's this thing called Jazz in the Garden and uh, these jazz bands would perform and it's just it was, it's always like a beautiful afternoon and it's just like there's jazz music and it's so vibrant and there's a lot of energy and so many people and the lines at the porta potties are so long. Uh, that's the wait. best part. That's honestly yeah the amount of people that I met waiting on those porta potty lines. I mean, you made inseparable connections. Probably because no. we all had to pee. Everybody uh, pees. Um, but yeah, I really love Jazz in the Garden, and that was a really good time. My favorite memory. Yep. Oh man, I think the whole thing. Well, I that's a that's a shitty answer. Uh, I know. I know. That's what's your favorite part? Everything. Yeah, uh. that's like a cop out answer, <laughs> but. I I don't know. I did so many cool things. I think I, come back to come back to me and ask me again in, in like in the next episode. In the next episode All we'll right. bring it up. We'll, we'll do back. a we'll do a, coming back to you. Yeah, a, after you. A DC segment every episode where we talk about one thing about District of Columbia. Fun facts. Fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have one last question for you, Charles. All right. Unless, you know. I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. Lay How do you me. think this position, well, this position is going to affect the future of your career? I mean, I got a pretty dope letter of rec. There you go, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, That's we'll all. See. <laughs> Before this job, I had, I was a bit more unsure of myself in my ability to like perform in the professional world. Mm. I, I'd had plenty of other jobs, like, grocery store like I, i'd had jobs but i had never had something in the field um and i was really worried about my ability to just like do the work that was needed i think the two things that came from this was the confidence in myself that i know i'm qualified i know that i'm i have the education and i know that like i have the skill set to do what needs to be done to excel in this field and the other thing is the the policy skills that I gained, the ability to read a political landscape, the, all of that stuff mm. I think is just invaluable and is just going to be something that will really help me over the next couple of years in my like early professional career. I think that this is just like, as far as first steps go into a career, I think this is like a first hop, like a leap. Like TWS really has prepared me more than I ever expected a job to prepare me for the next place, but that that's about it. I mean, that's, that's all you need, right? Is it? Yeah. I mean, for now. That's all we could, that's all, what, what do it's, we need? 
All right. This All is right. getting too deep. All right. You know what? I'm going to leave. You know what, Ramel? Yes. Thank you for potting with me tonight. It's so good to be back. We are back better than ever. In person I for the first time in hope. how long? Months uh, since May. Yes, there we go. <laughs> since I May, was counting the. We're back in better time. Than ever. It's so good to see you in studio and record at the same time. The, the studio. Yeah, the studio. As we look at like my plants and yes. bed. Anyway, in bed. Thank you for potting with me. It's always, always, always. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the green thing, going up and down. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> And thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a good night.